We oftentimes see ourselves as mere human beings living a human experience, facing trials, getting knocked down, win some, lose some, hoping that one day God will miraculously give us a big break, a massive breakthrough where life will be smooth sailing. We despise the present occurrences and long for favorable outcomes, and sometimes that never happens. But is that the life that God has called us to? While we're looking to see glory tomorrow, we fail to realize the glory in today. You may be saying, you know what? I just want a better job. I'm tired of being poor. I need to live my best lives. Christians should not be pauperized. Listen to me. I want my cattle on the thousand hills right now, today, today, today. And in 10 years, you find yourself at the same spot. Even if you get the blessing, spiritually you are stuck and haven't learned a thing from the trial. And most of all, you haven't pleased God. Let's talk. Welcome to Roadblock, or heart-to-heart conversations with yours truly, Nicolette Swaby, also known as Jay Roots. I look forward to our time together as we face our story in the glory. Over the past three years, I've had the opportunity to speak to a number of individuals who have had what we call a rough life, poverty-stricken, uneasy in relationships, and even offended with God for being so faithful in the church, and yet they're still single, not flourishing in their business as they would like, and barely making ends meet. This sometimes becomes an issue, especially if you see your peers doing well in their careers, in ministry, family life, and you just seem to be stuck without joy and without peace. I've often heard the statement that says that life is a marathon, not a sprint, and this is used in relation to pursuing success in this world. But let us look at what the scripture says. Philippians 2, 13-16 says, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world." holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Now the teachings of this world state that we have to look a certain way and accomplish certain things to guarantee success. And as the church, we have bought into that idea of success making it in this world, living our best lives. If by age 30 we haven't acquired a certain amount of wealth, we feel like failures and that life is just working against us. But as the church, we're called to be a spiritual people. We do not operate as the world. Everything that we do has to be filtered through the word of God and we must be led by the spirit of God. Consider that we are different in every aspect. The Apostle Paul tells us that it is God who is working in us, working His will, doing His good pleasure. We cannot create our own vision for our lives. It is God's vision. Now consider the power that Jesus had. He could have done anything He wanted to do. 
but instead he chose to do the will of the Father. He did not have any time to waste doing otherwise. He did not murmur nor complain because it wasn't God's will to make him big and famous, to give him the best houses or a big name in the synagogue. He was rejected but still content. He was not trying to gain the wealth of this world. His focus was the mission of the kingdom and he was at peace with that purpose. The Apostle Paul tells us why we should not murmur or dispute so that we would be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom we shine as lights in the world. When we are content with God's good pleasure, the world will see a difference in us. They will know that we do not need to have the riches of this world in order to be happy. We are satisfied with Christ and for those who do have, we don't have a problem giving it away. We are convinced that this world is not our home. That is what stands out in this world. People who are steadfast, peculiar, and unashamed of Christ. Paul says you are shining in the world as lights. You give off a spark that is unusual to this world. So how you respond when you were rejected after being the best candidate for the promotion will be a bright light. When the husband or wife is unfaithful, when your child is on crack, when you lost your baby, when you are sick, have no money, unemployed, and the business in debt, what kind of light will you shine? In those moments, will the world know that indeed we are a new creation, a new breed, Different from the world, we are the light that was separated from the darkness. God divided the light from the darkness. We are children of the day. We shine in the darkness. I did a test video for the Sunrise with Jesus morning show, and the leader said to me that the video is grainy. In other words, the video quality was poor. So I asked, what can I do to correct it? He said, more light. Your life may be giving off a grainy footage, poor quality, the wrong perception of who Jesus is. You need more light. Am I saying that what God did in you was not enough? Absolutely not. But the people you have listened to, the messages that entertain you, and the wrong thinking has dimmed the light in you, and the world can hardly see it. You are a great light in the world, but the world will only see that light if you allow it to shine. Jesus is the light in you, but he will not force you to let him live. He always does those things that please the Father, but to see his manifested power, we must be in submission. Consider that the things you may be pursuing outside of the will of God are dimming the light. I remember literally writing down the plans for my life and God had to destroy every last one of those plans. You may be frustrated right now because you are trying to live a life that God did not carve out for you. Only his plans will give you peace. You were not created for yourself. You were made for God's purpose unto his good pleasure. You were made to do that which pleases him, not what pleases you. The world is waiting to experience God's vision in you. 
The Apostle Paul said, I rejoice that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. You don't want that at the end of this life, you find that you were busy doing your business and forsaking God's business. If you are consumed with living your pursuits, you are living in vain. Now, if you are certain that God is the one that led you to this point in your life, you don't have to worry. He promised to feed, clothe, and shelter us, and he is not slack concerning his promises. He is not a man that he should lie. He is a good father, and he knows exactly how to take care of his children. Be sure, though, that you are content with food, clothing, and shelter alone, because there is a tendency to want to live big and reign above others with a massive bank account. A humble, quiet life may seem too small. But what is God's will for you? What if he says you will lose everything, but I will be with you? Will that satisfy you? Would that be enough? If God says to you that the next season of your life will not be your winning season, but it will be a season of tests and trials, would you still rejoice? We have to examine our own hearts to see what we are really after. Think about the light bulb. It is so necessary, extremely important, yet inexpensive, and it doesn't live unto itself. Its importance is rarely considered until it stops working. We flick that switch and we expect for it to light up the room for us. That's why we bought it, so it could shine in the place where we put it. If it doesn't work, then we get rid of it and replace it with another. As small and simple as that bulb seems, it plays a vital role. If we get home and there is no light... It is almost as if we can't function. No light and no electricity means no electric stove, no refrigerator. We can't iron, watch television, and the big one, no phone. Woo! Once that phone battery is dead, it is dead. (laughs) We need electricity. We need light. But note that you can have electricity but have no light. You have the power, but the bulb ceases to operate. You have the power, and that power is the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the Living God. He will place you in various situations, circumstances, and relationships and flick that switch. And in the midst of those situations, God expects that light that he is in you to shine. This light in you never dies. It is always shining, but you have to decide to cover it up that the light can't pierce through. Can you imagine trying to cover light? You have to put a thick blanket over it or cover it with layers of material so it doesn't shine through. That light will either eventually go out or stop working or it will burn the material and even start a fire. You stifle the Spirit of God in you and oppose who you really are when you behave out of character in any scenario. And we run the risk of being burned in hell. 
You don't want God to throw you back into the world. I know I don't. After having been saved from the world, you have now been made one with God to call men out of the world. To do that, they need to see the light in us. This world needs light and we are the light of the world. The time that we are taking to dismiss the will of God for our lives, we are denying the world of that great light in us. They cannot see the light of the living God because we're so consumed with ourselves. This journey that we're on will get rougher and tougher. But when it does, that's the time to shine the light even the more. Do not give up on God. Do not forget who you are and whose life you are living. It is not your life. It is the life of Christ. And we live for his good pleasure. The Apostle Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy 4 verse 3 to 5, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. What are fables, I thought to myself. Now, fables are short stories, typically with animals as the characters to teach a moral, conveying a moral. It's to tell fictitious tales. And Paul warns Timothy that these things will come but he should watch and endure afflictions. The time will come when people will not want to hear sound doctrine. They don't want to hear about what the word really says. If ever a time we are hearing fables, it is now. Messages and sermons on morality, scientific conversations, humanism, telling us to go chase our dreams, Stories written from man's imagination, but nothing to do with submission to God, self-denial, righteousness, godliness, and enduring trials. This is why in this last day, many are going to be terrified because they did not know that they had to endure hardship, persecutions, and afflictions. We have to. We must it will not feel good to this body, but it is worth it and it is coming. There is nothing that we can do to stop the calamity that is coming upon this world before Jesus sets up his kingdom. So if your heart is in your bank account and in your job, you will have a hard time in that day. Minister this to yourself, to your children and your loved ones, so that they will know that this world is coming to an end and great darkness will hover upon the deep. Paul said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. This has got to be where our focus is, to see Jesus' face in peace, knowing that we have a crown of righteousness to receive if we run this race well, 
if we do his will. This is not a race to see who can acquire the most wealth and make a name for themselves. This is a race to hear God say, well done, because we served his purpose in our generation. This is a race where all who end well will receive the prize, a crown of righteousness, or mansion, or place in the new Jerusalem. We will reign with God. We will reign with Jesus forever and ever and ever. Woo! Paul was confident because he was not working his own agenda. He was working the will of the Father, the will of God through Jesus. So know that you are not a mere human being walking this earth. You are the light of the world. There is a powerhouse inside of you. What a time it's going to be when we enter into the kingdom in New Jerusalem, when we see it with our natural eyes and we see the literal light that was shining in us. What a light! <laughs> the world will be so dark without us. And everything that you go through right now is an opportunity for you to shine that light bright before men. Can you imagine how the world will be when Jesus takes us home? What a darkness! So right now that you have the time and the chance, do not deny the world of the life of Christ, which is the glorious light in you. This light shines in any dark place. It loves, forgives, is merciful, settled, bears all things. It never compromises. It serves in love, joy, peace, and righteousness, no matter the circumstances. So while you're here, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for always speaking to us. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for calling us to be the light of this world, a city set on a hill which cannot be hid. I pray that, Lord, we will be faithful to the call. We will work the vision of the kingdom and you will be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Amen. For your copy of this episode of Roadblock, visit our Sunrise with Jesus app or you can download on iTunes. And don't forget to give to our ministry. Your donation will help us to expand and bless more homes just as you have been blessed. God loves a cheerful giver, so go ahead. Giving is only a click away. Visit our app and click on Give. Until next time, rejoice, feel the breeze, smell the roses, smile with your neighbor, and walk on, warrior.